everyone. Welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. I'm Fair, your host. And as always, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for listening in and tuning in to see what I have to share um, week after week. And hopefully I am providing you with tools and exercises that help serve you, that help you develop a deeper connection with yourself, with your soul, as well as creating a deeper understanding of who you are meant to be within this world and how you can show up more authentically. Ultimately, that is what I desire. That's what I'm hoping for. And that is what I designed this podcast around is to be able to share some of the things I've learned over the years after um, over a decade of self-discovery, spiritual studies, and also just being able to gain that awareness uh, through meditation and through ancient practices that have been passed down for thousands of years. So this week with the solar eclipses that are occurring, I thought, you know, let's go. Let's go there. Let's talk about releasing something that maybe you're holding on to. This is a eclipse in Libra. And Libra tends to be associated with partnership, um, kind of with diplomacy, with um, fairness all around, and with this idea of kind of shedding maybe some old belief, um, some patterns that have really been holding you back um, from being able to create a more intimate and divine connection with yourself as well as with the people around you. And um, I think more often than not, at least for myself as someone who has a horrible time letting go of things, it's not my strong suit to say the least. <laughs> and um, I'm not saying that to gloat by any means. It is definitely something that I've been working on for many years. And it just keeps showing up. It's one of those things that I continue to learn more about myself from. And also recognize that there's room for growth and the fact that I can do this in a better way. That even when I feel like intellectually I'm processing something energetically and emotionally, I might still be holding on. And there's some different practices that I've learned throughout the years through different um, somatic experiencing, through therapy, um, through just really studying ancient practices and traditions that I've found extremely effective. And so I thought that I would share some of those with all of you. And um, I think first and foremost, if you are there experiencing extreme trauma and people are like, oh, just let it go, that's not going to fucking happen. And I think we all know that right? So I don't think that I'm just saying like, get over it. It's definitely not what I'm saying. Um, I think that if you have some serious childhood wounds or things that you've been holding onto for a decade or longer or trauma that has extremely hindered your ability to love and the capacity for you to be able to find a sense of acceptance for yourself or even within your relationships or childhood, um, you know, issues with parents, you know, we, daddy issues, mommy issues. Hey, we all have them. So like, I think processing those is not necessarily what I'm addressing here. This is more of like a pattern that maybe has showed up as like a limiting belief that you've been carrying, or maybe even just within a previous relationship, an energetic cord that hasn't truly been severed. Those are more of what I'm addressing. I think if you're going to go deeper than that, I would definitely encourage you to work with someone that is experienced, that is able to usher you through that process. Um, If that's a therapist, if that's a somatic healer, or if it's within a coaching scenario, coaches tend to focus more in the future. So it's always you know, healthy and very capable of being able to address things that have happened in the past, but that's not necessarily the focus. It's more about moving into the future. 
So um, this is something that because of my background in psychology and counseling that I have um, gratefully been able to have a pretty good extensive amount of experience around. Um, And then within the coaching realm have been able to shift gears and how to how can we move past this in order to make space for this? Um, so that's kind of how I'm going to position this within the conversation today. Um, but like I said, if there are deep rooted things that you've been holding on to for a very long time, that pain body can be very um, potent. It can be very apparent and it can be really hard um, to truly heal. Um, and, um, I don't think that anyone should ignore those feelings. Um, they should not be go, go unnoticed. Um, if anything, I very much encourage you to tap into that, to be able to move through it. And I don't think you can really let go of something until you experience it fully. Um, so just being really honest with yourself about how you can do so in the healthiest and kindest and most compassionate way possible. Okay. Off my soapbox, but I do really want to talk about that because I think people are like, breathe in what you want to attract, breathe out what you want to let go of. And that's one of the exercises. I do that on a regular basis, but is that maybe a fleeting moment where I'm just like feeling a little bit of anxiety and I'm trying to usher in some calmness within my mindset and my body? Yes, that in those moments where it's quick, it's something that can be very effective, then yeah, go for that. Um, but when it's these deep, you know, heat wounds that have been around for a very long time and were created from, you know, deep, you know, core memories that really, you know, shaped who you are as a human, those aren't going to just go away with an exhale breath. I'll tell you that right now. So that's why I address it in the way that I do. Nonetheless, um, I do have some things that I think are extremely useful and have been extremely useful for me too. Um, and have been practices that I think, you know, I've learned through therapy. I've learned through, you know, um, you know, different teachings within yoga, um, Buddhist practices, all these things. Like I've done this type of work for so long because it's something I struggle with so much. And, um, yeah, let's go ahead and dive in. And one of my first um, practices that I like to do um, to be able to kind of like relinquish any feelings that you might be kind of almost like something happens, something shitty happens, right? Get in a fight with your one of your friends or with your partner, or maybe even this idea that, um, you know, something is, you know, innately wrong with you, even, you know, like, sometimes we have these programs, we have these thoughts in our minds that we've been holding on to for a very long time. And to be able to truly um, let go of them, I think you have to get to the core of them. And to be able to get to the core of them, the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you feel it fully, you know, and then to be able to move through it, not just past it. Okay. One of my um, teachers, Sylvia Mardini, used to always say, you have to say hello to something before you can say goodbye to it. And first and foremost, you got to say hello. Um, so if you're struggling to feel a certain feeling or an emotion, um, being able to just sit with that. Um, when I used to work for Teen Link, we used to always tell our phone workers, sometimes you just got to sit in the shit, you know? Who likes doing that? Nobody. But sometimes that's the only way to really get over something. You know, like you can't say, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. Everything's okay. But you haven't cried. Or, oh, no, that didn't actually upset me when you're just repressing an emotion and shoving it down. That's not moving past it. That's repressing it. That's ignoring it. That's avoiding it. And again, 
I am a champion, captain, mm, professional. I am a professional at avoiding attachment style. I'm an avoiding attachment style. So I am very good at just being like, no, I'm fine. That didn't happen. We're good. Everything's good. We're okay. No, no, no. Didn't even affect me. Didn't even notice. I didn't even feel any way about it. You know, crazy concept. Now I do. I feel a lot. Um, but I also intellectualize my feelings a lot. I overanalyze my feelings a lot. So it's really easy for me to carp. I'm like kind of like almost carp. And then why do I always fuck up that word? I don't know why. Um, I tend to like, um, put different things into different compartments. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say that? <laughs> I don't even fucking care. Um, but I too, I, I tend to like, because I'm a Taurus moon. So Taurus moons are very like structured, organized. So we like to have things in like, it's like, I've thought about this. This is here for this reason. I'm very even keeled. I'm very calm. That's how I process my emotions is even though I'm a cancer, which is the most emotional strain, uh, like train wreck on the <laughs> freaking zodiac signs. But there's a part of me and how I actually process my emotions is I like to process, like process them by objectively reviewing them. I know weird, right? So I will like look at something. I'll be able to like kind of think about it, be like, okay, I feel this way for this reason. This is why this is coming up for me. And this is how I'm going to move past it. And I can be like super systematic and just be like, boop, 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 cut and dry. We're moving through it. But my darling cancer son will not let me do that. So I have to feel things fully before I'm able to truly let it go. Otherwise, in the back of my mind, it's always still usually there. So I feel you on, especially like Aquariuses or Capricorns, those types of signs. It's easier for you to just like brush past it. Sages don't even feel it. You are good. You've like exploded for two seconds and you've moved on so quickly that it's like it never happened. Know yourself. And I would say, if you're interested in astrology, look up your moon sign. If you don't know your moon sign, all you need to know is the date and year that you're born. Look it up on Cafe Astrology. That's how you process your emotions. So mine's Taurus moon, so that's what I was bringing up before. But I would say look into that, and it would really give you some insight of how you actually can best and effectively move through your emotions and be able to really address them in a more compassionate, loving way. And it's I love astrology because I think it gives us a deeper understanding of who we are and also gives us tools to be able to learn about ourselves and hopefully to be able to be more effective in how we approach situations and how we actually kind of evolve. And so for me, I know that I like to push it slightly off to the side, organize it in a very detailed manner and move on and catalog them away the way that I feel like they need to be. Um, but at the same time, I think feeling things fully allows the energy to move through us. So if that is you taking, you know, listening, if you're like sad and you know, you're sad, like I sometimes avoid sadness because I don't know, I don't want to be sad some days. <laughs> Who does really? Right. So some days I'm just like, I just don't feel like fucking being sad. And sometimes I get, I have um, also a history of depression. So like I can get real sad for a long time. And so I think that's also why I avoid it a little bit, but I um, recognize the power of it though. When I feel something fully, then I'm able to kind of almost, it comes to the surface in a more authentic way and I'm able to get to the root cause of it as well. So for me, I'd really encourage you to, um, 
like if it's sadness that you feel like might be bubbling up to the surface, put on a really sad song. Like, no. Do you ever do that? Do you ever put on like music that like, you know, it's going to invoke a certain emotion and you like kind of want to feel it so that you like, it's like almost like forces it up out of um, and, and like through you. Like if it's anger, if it's sadness, if it's, um, you know, happiness, whatever it is, like, if you don't feel the full spectrum of your emotions, there's a certain part of you that's numbing. And so like, if there, it's hard for you to feel, or if you tend to ignore certain things, this can be an excellent tool for you to be able to like, kind of muster up the courage without having for you to like overthink about it to be able to feel those emotions. So just like putting on a song that you know will kind of help kind of push you through or move it along whatever you're trying to create. So that's my first tip. If you're having a hard time feeling something or if you're avoiding it, um, if you tend to be an attachment avoid or attachment style and you like almost like flurrying, go out of control, don't necessarily go down this route you can always do the opposite where you're doing something to help calm you, to help soothe your nervous system so that you don't spiral out of control. But if you're an avoidant or if you tend to have trouble feeling things, then maybe put on a song to be able to help you create more of that emotion. If you tend to get overworked and get very emotionally kind of flustered, then maybe turn on some music to help calm your nervous system. So Fagio frequencies are a really excellent way to be able to calm your nervous system, but also to be able to actually change your DNA, to change the atoms within your body, to be able to align with whatever frequency you're choosing to um, sync up with. So if that's peace, if that's harmony, if that's, you know, reducing of guilt and pain, if that's returning to oneness, connecting with your divinity, whatever it is, you can look them up on Spotify, Apple Music, there's like a million and one different people that create these same frequencies. They'll sometimes insert other sounds to go along with them, like nature itself sounds and different things. Find what works with you. I love Kev Thompson. He's my personal favorite. Um, I just feel like they're more neutral. They don't sound as like spicy and like out of this world. Um, I just don't like that shit. Um, so I tend to use those, but whatever you're up for. So step one, music. Music can be an excellent tool to help let things go. Let things go. Who's been through a breakup? Why is it, that's why breakup songs are the best? It's because like you listen to a breakup song and you could be like sobbing because you feel like it's like speaking to your soul, right? Music speaks to our soul in a way. That's why I love musicians. That's why I love art is because I feel like it's an expression of emotion of a certain thing that they're experiencing that we're able then to connect with on a deeper level within ourselves, and then we're able to share in that emotion together. And um, so I would say that's my first tip. Um, and then I would then go one step further once you've kind of brought all of this to the surface to be able to write about it. You know, sometimes just feeling it can also leave us feeling really raw, can leave us feeling a little stressed or just like not in a good space, you know? So writing about it helps kind of then from that rawness, from that kind of um, more primal feeling, we can then be able to kind of like work our way through it to be able to take out the lessons and to be able to analyze what's really coming up for us in that moment. And one of my favorite, this is one of my favorite exercises I learned from Brené Brown, an incredible sociologist researcher. Um, if you haven't heard of her, which 
I, you must be living under a rock because pretty much everyone knows Brene Brown, or you might just not be someone that's extremely interested in sociology and psychology. That also could be the case. So we won't, no judgment either way, but look her up. Um, and she talks about your shitty first draft. And so much of her studies revolve around vulnerability and the power of vulnerability. And, um, one of the only ways that you can feel vulnerable once you can only be in touch with your emotions if you is if you understand them and if you give yourself the space to do so. And again, I tend to, no, don't, I'm good. So I will write my, as she calls it, shitty first draft. And so I will literally like be going through something and I will write down all the feels. All right. I will literally like every like insecurity, every thought that revolves around a certain particular scenario, I'll just dump it all out into paper. And if you've already kind of like brought yourself into this state of feeling, it can be an excellent way to help kind of just like delve that much deeper, but for more of an objective point of view, you know, our feelings can get really messy. They can feel a little overwhelming. So to be able to like, kind of like extract that from you, to be able to put it into that more analytical form of writing, of intellectualizing it can then help us understand ourselves on a deeper level. But I really do say to keep the door open, to be able to not have any judgment, to not feel like this needs to be perfect, that it needs to even fucking make sense. Because sometimes feelings and situations just don't make sense at first. And that's okay. So just like be able to open yourself up to it, free form writing, however you feel about a situation, be able to let it go. And then that way, you're able to take something, you're able to read through it. And I think what and what Brene Brown used to always talk about, and what I, I feel like resonates the most with me, is that you're able to find the nuggets of truth. You're able to take those little pieces that you're like, okay, that there's truth there. You know, like, this is really why I'm so upset about this situation. This is why I can't let go of this particular person. This is why I can't really stop resenting this particular um, you know, coworker for this reason. I don't know. I'm just throwing that all out there. But like, those can be the moments where we find that pieces of insight that we're truly seeking, but maybe have been so like kind of wrapped up in our story about them that we weren't able to objectively see before. And from there, then I would say to, I would implore you, I would encourage you to then um, be able to let it go by burning it burn that shit. No, I'm being for real though. But obviously burn it in a place that's like safe. (laughs) But like, seriously, like take something. I'm laughing about burning things, but it's just because like, we all like, we all are going through these things. Okay. Like we all have been upset with someone about something. We've all been heartbroken. We've all been hurt. We've all been angry. We've all been infuriated to the point to where we want to throw something, you know? Like, if you don't feel any of those emotions, you are 99% of the time, I bet you, you are numbing yourself to a certain extent not to feel any of these extremes. And I think for some of us that are more empathic, that are more sensitive, we feel so much of the extremes all of the time that that can be really overwhelming all on its own. And I'm that person. Like, I like almost like falter between none and all, you know? And I think that's probably the pendulum I've been swinging on for most of my life because I feel so much that I try to turn it off and I don't feel anything. And that's not a healthy way to live. 
And so that's why I've done these practices. This is why I do this type of work and work with people and I've had my background in psychology of work with people with extreme trauma, because I think that it's important for us to really be able to tap into this, to take the lessons, to learn how we can grow and how we can become stronger or more resilient based off of our experiences instead of like cultivating shame around them and feeling like we're not enough because we've been through it. So once you've written out your shitty first draft, or maybe you want to write down, maybe even just like specific moments that like things that you're like, okay, these are some truths. These are valid. These are maybe some things I may exaggerated a little bit within my head in the storyline that I was creating. Maybe those are the things that you want to write down separately, whatever you feel for you. Maybe it's, you know, um, a particular emotion that revolves around a person or a belief like I'm not worthy or I'll never be loved again. Or I, um, I am not smart enough. I'm not, I'm not qualified enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not whatever it is. I'm just like trying to think of different things off the top of my head, whatever that is for you. And you know, probably in your heart of hearts, it's time to let go of that belief because I can tell you all of the things I just listed probably are not true for you. And they're things that we've created within our ego to help us stay small, to help us stay safe. And the ego is there to protect us. So we don't want to discredit the effectiveness and really the usefulness of what it's there for. But I think if it's hindering you from moving into the next chapter, if it's hindering you from really being able to um, kind of um, fully bloom in the way that you're meant to, to spread your wings and to fly to kind of that final stage of metamorphosis to turn into that butterfly, then those are the things that we should be letting go of, right? If they're a hindrance in your personal evolution. So being able to write down those items and then find a safe place to burn them. If that's in a, you know, fire safety, like little, like, pot or you know you go out um near the beach or somewhere that you know easily have water available things get out of control and trust me this is actually i've done this with people before and she can get kind of wild sometimes especially like energy like our words and our beliefs hold energy so like you might be holding on to some things and it might start a fire okay so just be careful about that i mean i say that With a smile on my face, but I've lit shit on fire and I've had people, other people lit shit on fire and it can get bigger than you expect it to. And then, and so I just want you to stay safe. So just find a safe, a fire safe container. Okay. First and foremost, put that in there, have like either a long stick or one of those long lighters and light that, light that shit on fire. And like, as you're doing it, then incorporate the breathing exercise, then be able to usher in what you're asking for. Inhale deep the things that you're trying to cultivate and create, and then exhale and let go whatever you're burning, whatever that belief is, breathe in the positive affirmation, the opposite of whatever you're letting go of and exhale, release the other portion of it. And just consciously visualizing, watching that physically burn away can be a manifestation within our minds. It's a visual exercise that helps let something go, not just figuratively, not just mentally, but physically within the 3D world to be able to let that go. Let that go. And then from there, I would say do some type of movement meditation or movement exercise. So go for a walk, 
be able to shake, maybe keep that same mantra or that inhale, exhale um, exercise that you were doing before as you move through, maybe do some yoga, um, maybe do whatever physical exercise, again, that clicks with you, that's your jam, that's your, that you jive with. Um, that could go for a walk, you could go for a run, maybe you go to the gym, maybe you work out. Because so much, especially the Hispanic experiencing, so much of the things that we hold on to, especially anger in particular and sadness, can get stuck in our body, can be lodged within our bodies. And until we move, we can't really shake that shit off. Even just shaking can be an exercise that you do. If you're into tapping, if you want to go get a Reiki session, whatever it is, cleanse yourself from there. Once you're done doing that, then I would say do a healthy sage, do like a sage of your whole place, open a window, again, come back to your affirmation, breathing in what you want, breathing out what you're letting go of, and then cleanse your space, your physical, like actual environment, your home, your body. And again, it's just that holistic practice to be able to help heal through um, and to really let go, but not just, again, figuratively or mentally, but within the whole energetic mind, body and spirit connection. Okay. And um, these are things I do. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sharing this with you because this is straight up my practice when I'm trying to let go of something. And a lot of times I'll do yoga because that helps me get things to the surface, um, helps me kind of process my emotions um, and feel it just not with mentally. Again, I can like intellectualize things, um, but also in that physical sense. Um, yeah, that's all I was going to share with you guys. I appreciate you listening. Would love to hear your thoughts on it let me know what you're letting go of, you know? And if you're like, I don't think I need to let go of anything, Farah, that's okay too. (laughs) Right. So like, and I think this era, this time that we're in right now is really just relationship patterns, um, with those, um, our eclipse in Libra. So maybe even just like evaluating, um, maybe some areas where you can find deeper connection with, um, yourself, with others, um, where you can incorporate maybe a more balanced approach to your own self-care for your own self-love towards you as an individual um, to be able to lean into maybe more of this idea of what's holding you back from creating a deeper and more genuine um, you know, relationship with your partner, with your, um, you know, family members, with people that are close to your friendships, or even with yourself. Um, all of these can be different opportunities for you to be able to, again, how can I connect deeper with my soul? How can I create that deeper connection with who I truly am deep within? All righty. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. And um, I will see you later this week as I delve into an interview. And um, yeah, we'll continue this on sharing my tips and tools and things I feel like that have been useful for me and hopefully will also be useful for you. If you want to check me out on the gram, I'm at Ferrachino, F-E-R-R-A-H-C-H-I-N-O. Or if you want to check out my website to check out some of my coaching um, techniques um, and also my services, online programs, um, chakra meditations, and 21 days of mindfulness, I am at coachingwithfair.com. Thanks. Peace out.